the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, president of Max Out Savings Advisors and host of the Max Out Savings Show. And uh, I hope everyone is having a, a wonderful Easter weekend. The uh, a couple a couple things we wanted to uh, really talk about today. We, we we got a lot to talk about, and uh, is really savings. We're going to talk some about the markets. We're going to talk about what's going on in the world today. A lot of changes is happening. Are, are a lot of changes are happening, and and really. What, what? How can you protect yourself from that? And that, and that's really what we're going to be talking about in in this extraordinarily uncertain times. What can you do, and how can you protect yourself? And I, I, I wanted to. Uh, we started this show over a decade ago, really talking about uh, about savings and investments. I, I, at the time, the savings rate in the United States was close to zero, and and it's since come back up to. Uh, the 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 Fred has the the personal savings rate at five percent. Uh, you know that I, it looks to me like they've adjusted up some of the numbers of the, of, of some of the uh, data I'm looking at because it was zero. And I think I think they're they're reworking the numbers and and uh, this is something we have to with a lot of stuff out there. We've seen too much in this country where really people have just come in and and. Uh, uh, the, the government has come in and, and, and massaged the numbers to some extent to make things look better. And, and, I, and I think we really need to look at pretty hard numbers here to understand what's happening. But we have, since we've been talking about the show, on the show, we, our, our motto and our philosophy has been to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That is, that's been our philosophy. That's what we started the show to try to help people save more money. We realized there was a crisis and we wanted to sit there and, and be part of the solution to, to a problem. And, and I think Houston, uh, people get it. We're number four uh, best savings uh, rate in the United States. It's a little over 13 percent, uh, 13 and 13, 14 uh, percent. The only ones that are higher are Hartford, I believe, uh, San Francisco and San Jose. And uh, and so really people in this town get it. This is Houston, Texas, where it's a very conservative town. This is a very conservative state. And, uh, and and people tend to save more money and they tend to be more cautious. And, and uh, you, you you don't just see it with the savings rate. You see it in our governments. We tend to spend less money. We tend not to run up deficits. That's sort of who we are as as Texans. It's it's the very fabric of, of what we are as Texans. And and so the savings rate has gone up. The, we, the Houston has one of the better savings rates out there. Look, times are very tough in Houston right now. We have oil at 30 something dollars a barrel we we it's just it, it's not been easy but but 
you want to keep that savings rate going. Uh, we, we, I get a lot of talks from people, Ted, how much should I put away? Uh, where should I put it? The answer I tell people is is the 401k plans. The 401k plans are the biggest wealth builders in the in the, in the United States has put together. I, I don't think there's big, been a bigger wealth creator since the advent of the of the 30-year mortgage that we put in years ago that's allowed people to to have homes in this country. And so you want to start with that. You want to be saving a minimum of 10% plus your company match, and then you want to conservatively manage it. And and very conservatively manage it. We live in a very uncertain world. We we ha- have a social security system that is that is frankly over levered, and, and and we have too much benefits and not enough people supporting it. And so you're going to have to save some on your own. People elsewhere in the world save much more than the United States. We're moving our savings rate up from zero. It's four or five percent now, so it's going back up. I understand in 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 the in the nineteen sixties and nineteen seventies, even in the eighties, the savings rate was ten to twelve percent. It was a different world out there, and we have to go back to the world today is is materially more uncertain uh, than than we have in the past. We have a lot of problems. It's been a decade, and nothing has been done at the at the federal level on any form or fashion to solve any of these problems, and and so you have to take charge of your retirement yourself and continue to build up wealth. You conservatively save as much as you can and and you go from there. And and, and so the and understand it's very I look I understand it's very difficult uh in the world today to save money. It, it, there's just no other way around it, but you have to keep saving that money. You have to put it away for retirement for a rainy day. And 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 so remember the motto save aggressively and invest conservatively. That that's the key to building up wealth. Uh, you know, where uh, a couple things I wanted to uh, <coughs> touch base on here. The uh, healthcare. We we we've had a lot of talk about Obamacare on the show. I, I think we when we had when we talked about Obamacare in uh, we had. Uh, I think he even had Dr. Alani on one day talking about uh, Obamacare when it first came out. We had the record number of calls at the time. We had an hour and a half show. Uh, and I, 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 I've never seen so many phone calls, people upset. And let's take a look at Obamacare. It, it's been it, it, five years or so this has gone on. And uh, what's what's happened? Uh, a couple things have happened with, with, with Obamacare. I mean, it's striking. Health insurance premiums have gone up and and they tend to go up at the first of the year over the in 2014 and 2015 the 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 spending suddenly dropped in the United States consumer spending fell off a cliff on both 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 Januarys so the the bureau of uh uh, uh, of labor statistics and, and the the statistics bureau and the government have have rushed in and tried to make changes to to mitigate that because they couldn't figure out what was happening. Why was consumer spending suddenly collapsing in January? They couldn't figure it out. uh, I'll tell you what it was. It was Obamacare premiums going up. And what's happening is is consumers are being hit with huge Obamacare premiums uh, in in this country. And and those premiums are hitting in January, the the increases. let, Let me give you some numbers here. If you look at, at if you if you look at uh, uh, according to Freedom Partners, 
health care insurance premiums for, for individuals are have risen an average of 28% since 2009 to 2014. 28% from 2009 to 2014, it, 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 which is a huge chunk of the thing. More, more disconcerting, in 1999, which is about 15, 16 years ago, housing housing costs were about 30% more than health care costs, which means you paid your, your cost to get health care was, was, was much less, about 70%, 70% or so of the of the uh, cost of health of, of your housing. Your housing was much more expensive than your health care. And since then, health care costs have skyrocketed. And now they're within less than 3% of, of housing and utility cost. That's housing. And so, so the price you're paying to live in your house, to buy your house, to heat it and, and have your utilities is now almost the same price you're paying for health care. No other country in the world spends what we do on health care. It's not even close. We spend an enormous amount of health care on health care. Uh, the, uh, the projections are within two to three quarters, health care in the United States will cost the average American more than his house. Now, if you're living in, if you're living in uh, Tanglewood or River Oaks, you know, you're not— you have to have a pretty big premium, but for the average person out there, for the average house, you figure in his mortgage payments and his his, his utilities, their costs are now for these average people. The cost of that health care is going above the housing, which is extraordinary for the average person. And it shows you the tremendous pressure that, that, that the American people are under to pay for Obamacare. What we've done with Obamacare is basically gone to the middle class and said, look, you're going to pay for all the poor, the non-working people's insurance. We're going to sit there and, and, and basically, it's, for all practical purposes, it's a tax on the middle class, on the working people in this country. And the working people are at, they're being asked to, in this country, the working people are being asked to sit there and work every single day, earn a living, raise a family, buy a home, build a life, build a life for their children and their grandchildren, and, and, and then support support uh, all these, these programs on top of it, where we have massive percentages of people in this country that are not working, that aren't doing anything, that are having to be supported by these people. It, and, and the problem is it, it, it's, it's, it's doing tremendous damage to our country. Uh, those are the numbers, 28% increase in health care. A lot of the reasons why people feel their standard of living in the United States has not gone up since Obamacare, uh, since 2009, is has been that that Obamacare costs have skyrocketed up 28%. It, keep in mind, understand a couple things out there and why the American people are, are so angry. Uh, let me give you two statistics. Since about 19, 2001, since 2001, the average working person without a college degree has not gotten a real wage increase since 2001. Now, since 2009, the average working person with a college degree has has also has not gotten a real increase either and yet these they're having to deal with these skyrocketing obamacare costs on their thing which means their standard of living is going down the middle class the driving force in the united states is the middle class the middle class standard of living has been dropping every single year since 2009 for a real standard of living if you really sit down and analyze the numbers 
And look, look, the rich, I, I've said this before, the rich are everywhere. They, you go to Uganda, you go to Guatemala, the rich are there. You go to these countries, there's poor everywhere. There's really not much of a middle class in in. And this this is this is the real battle. And you've got we have to start looking and sitting down, and looking at numbers on a piece of paper and going, wait a minute, Obama, the, the, our health care costs were supposed to fall. They've gone up twenty eight percent. Health care health care has gone down. The quality of health care. Most people in this country can't. Most people in Houston are increasingly can't even get into the medical center anymore because their insurance programs won't let them in. So, so, so we. This has cost thirty twenty eight percent more on the average, according to the studies. Your health care quality has declined. You can't even get into the medical center hardly if you're in Houston, Texas. Which you know, if you get sick, which means your life is in danger. How, in any form, shape, or fashion, is this is this in any way positive for the country? And clearly, it's gone wrong. And any reasonably objective person would say we have a massive problem in here. But instead, we have a, a huge media complex that, and the government media complex force-feeding us the facts that this is such a great deal and things are so good. It, 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 and, and we're increasingly losing sight of reality. And this is why the consumer is not recovering. This is why the economy is starting to slow here. And this is why the markets have, have not recovered like they should have. And this is why people are, feel so concerned in here in general. And, and and so what we have to do is we have to start analyzing these things. Are there some good things in Obamacare? Yeah, probably so. But we need to sit down and look what's working, what's not working, and make some massive changes. And, and, and basically piling more <clears throat> Stuff on the middle class. I, you know, I, I've, I've, uh, this week I was out of town part of the week. I've talked to people in different parts of the country, and it, it, it's, it's, it, it, increasingly I'm hearing the stories are the same. It's very disappointing of what what's happening. It's massive tax increases anywhere you go. Standard of living is declining. It's tougher, and and it, it, and we have to understand that we're going to start making some changes. Now, here's the problem we're running into, and why this is important is because this we have an election that is way up in the air right now. That's completely unpredictable. Uh, and and I think we could cause us some real problems with the market in, in, in the direction of which way we go. I mean, you have Donald Trump turning out huge crowds. You have Bernie Sanders, the socialists, turning out huge crowds. This is completely unpredictable. I, I think both both of the elections are extraordinary. Both both Republican and Democrat are, are materially probably more predictable than anybody even realizes. And so we have to understand we have got to get a, a, a government in place and can do some of this stuff. And, and we have a market that has run up to the highs again. Uh, and, and I'm going to talk some more about that when we get back and what is this affecting. But this is uh, stock investment markets are never comfortable with, with tremendous amounts of uncertainty we have today. And they can be very vulnerable to, to shocks. Now, on the positive side, the Federal Reserve is doing everything they can to try to push up push up the stock market because that the one thing they can point to after basically nine years of uh, about seven years of of zero interest rates, which means the public gets no interest on their money. Their their assets are is is the stock market has gone up. So uh, you're not getting any money on your interest rates. You're not getting any money in your CDs. We've had very little job growth. We've had zero 
uh, raises for the American people. Real wages are stagnating. Uh, manufacturing is stagnating. Uh, it, it, we've had the worst recovery since the 1930s. So the only thing the Federal Reserve can point to is a stock market. It, and it's about time we start taking a really hard look at the Federal Reserve. And we have to ask ourselves deep down, is the Federal Reserve shifting us into a planned economy? And I think they are. I think, And, and I think we need to go back to a constitutional free market form of government. I think these people are endangering our future. They're endangering our children's future. And so and now they're becoming desperate because they know their time is almost up. And so they keep trying to push the rates up to try to keep the market up for the election. And that's something we really have to take a hard look at here. And so I think you're looking at a tremendous amount of uncertainty. And I think you've got to have a tremendous amount of risk management in place for your investments now. And that's what we do at Max Out Savings Advisors. And we write some about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Now, I think we're coming up on a break here. So if you've got any questions or comments, just give us a call at 713-339-1070 here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-859-5125, I'll send the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-859-5125, 24 hours, and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-859-5125. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. That's 800-859-5125. Call 800-859-5125 now. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture Install and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 10,010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. Rejuvenate, be inspired, refresh. Sounds like some realities you want for yourself this year? Then embark this fall on a 15-day all-inclusive Mediterranean cruise of a lifetime with AM1070 The Answer. Sail the pristine Mediterranean waters with celebrity cruises on the luxurious silhouette. With thrilling stops in Rome, Naples, Jerusalem, Athens, and more, come experience sites like the magnificent Sistine Chapel, the historic Western Wall of Jerusalem, the beautiful Greek island of Santorini, and more. This is not just a cruise. You will follow in the footsteps of key historical figures and be engrossed in the sights and sounds of the societies that establish what we experience today in government, culture, and faith. Come and visit the extraordinary cities of antiquity, 2,800-year-old ports, and more on a journey with the interactive vibrancy of faith and culture. Board the footsteps of the Apostles Mediterranean Cruise, September the 22nd through October 9th. For more information and to register for this once-in-a-lifetime trip, go to am1070theanswer.com. 
once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, as always, I think we do we have a call from Randy. Hello, Randy. You had a question for us. Yeah, I did. Uh, what you've been talking about, I've been kind of wondering about, basically, uh, what kind of a country we're living in here. My, my question is, have What's we reached, oh, say, the kind tipping point? Yeah, you had a question for us? Yeah, I've, what you've been talking about has been kind of about what I've been thinking of uh, what kind of a country we have. Or we reached the communist tipping point. In other words, if uh, remember when Obama was running for election and re-election, everybody's going free food, free gas. Obama's going to pay for it, and then that broad was running around the funny voice going Obama phone, Obama phone, free Obama phone. Well, now what we got now? We got Sanders and Clinton telling all the students they're going to get free college, and they're all going, "Yay, free college! Vote for the Democratic Communists!" Yeah, and, yeah you and know, free free health care, free health care. Well, yeah, look, yeah, I, vote I, for the Democratic Communists. You know, I I, I, I I thought when we worked in this country, if you wanted something, you got a job and you worked for it. Now they're not doing that. Well, Where yeah, are look, we now? Yeah, I mean, Randy, I think that's what we're kind of coming to is we're having less and less people working that are supporting all of this stuff. And I, who was it? Margaret Thatcher says socialism works real well until you run out of everybody, other people's money. And and I think that's kind of where we're at. And it, it look, it's very difficult. I mean, I, uh, I, I think we have to go back to a free market system. I think we have to go back to a, 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 uh, a constitutionally based free market system, you know, based on work, and I, I think you reward the people working in this country to some extent. In in particularly the middle class is seeing not a lot of rewards for 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 what's going on. But yeah, I was saying, who, who's going to do that? The Republicans aren't going to do it. The Democrats sure aren't going to do it. I think we've reached the, the tipping point where we got. More people getting free right now than we have working, and, and I don't think we're going to go back. And this well, is kind of civil war. Right, no, no. Here, now, here's how it goes back: is one of these days you're going to get a really bad recession, and they're not going to be able to get out of their problems, and then pe- it forces people to take a hard look at it. That's what happened to Bernie Madoff. Remember well. Right, now, that Bernie not. Madoff had nothing to do with this, Randy. It, no, this is this is. It, yeah, I, no, I see what you're no, saying. I mean, but I mean, good point. Got caught in 2008. Yeah. In the well, yeah, you have to, and this is why the Fed is trying to hold on so far because they don't want the market to recover to correct it all because then people start getting upset and taking a pretty hard look at these but policies. I, I, I think the, I think the Federal Reserve is is abrogated their their dual mandate of price stability and unemployment. They they're concentrating on, like you said, they're concentrating on keep the market up at least for the election so people won't get too unhappy but i've been reading about this corporate profits are beginning to wane and and i think it may catch up with them sooner than they think it is well that that's what we think no i think you're right thanks for the call randy all right thanks ted bye let's take let's take a call from andrew hello andrew and and um i had to make a point like i think all these socialist programs are being created because the market isn't creating jobs if you look at most college grads what are they uber drivers, their waiters, and I met a lot of them, is that, so as a society, we have to take care of them. If not, we have a country like, kind of like Pakistan or India or Latin America, where they don't take care of the poor. And what happens, it mass crime. So we have to crew. I know it's more of a burden on the middle class and the higher end, but with technology, jobs are being lost. So with technology, you don't need all these people. And also... The manufacturing companies go to China. I don't want to sound like Trump because I'm not a Trump supporter, but that's kind of true. 
but it's mainly technology. So people aren't needed. So like in five years, they're going to have these self-driving cars. What can happen to all those drivers? Well, yeah, drivers? no, I look, I, I understand what you're saying there, uh, Andrew. It, look, this is, I, I think the problem they're running into is they're piling too much of this you're going to have to start allocating allocating different resources around, and and I think we've had way too much, way too much allocation to to, to people that aren't working, and they and they're forgetting that there's a smaller and smaller group of people that are supporting all this, and and a lot of people have been thinking it's 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 all the rich, but it's increasingly being the middle class, and that those are the people. That are under massive, massive pressure. I mean, young people, people that aren't married. They, I mean, they can kind of get by, but people trying to raise a family are struggling tremendously in this country out there, and that is our problem. And so, yeah, I hear you what you're saying. I think we're going to have to restructure a lot of stuff, and I think we're going to have to get some people in there on the. I, I, I look, I'm a, a big Republican conservative, but I, I and I think some concessions are going to have to be made. But I think there's the opportunity. But but this has been a catastrophic. I'll say. A, I'll go 10 years of just nothing getting done, and, and that's my real fear out there right now. And, and, and if you lose the middle class, it, you know, there are, you, you have nothing, and that, that's, that's the big fear out there. Well, I think, well, I think like the main thing is technology. Technology is going to replace so many jobs, and people don't understand that. They want to blame immigrants or whatever, and that might have a small percentage, but it's just technology is making – humans obsolete so i mean that that's the heart of the problem and you also have to take care of the poor where we are a christian nation i'm not a big religious person but you have to take care of them yeah and you know you know at and it's not you know look at look at the countries that are that don't take care of the poor don't take care of the sick well I, become, and i think we've always done that uh, andrew i think the problem and i look i i agree we have to do this but i think the pendulum has almost swung a little bit too far and, and, and the problem we're running into is you're right in what you're saying but the problem we're running into is it it used to be sort of the rich were paying for this but increasingly it's the middle class in and, and where it's showing up is not in the tax rates where it's showing up is in all the fees uh, the cost, the Obamacare, and everything else out there in the in the economy that, that is just really getting, and that's look. I, I, we're going to have to do something, but but uh, and we we can't we can't throw the poor over the side. But we we have got to make sure that we we manage the benefits and at least make it so people have to work or do something. Okay. Yeah, but good points. All right. Thanks Thank for you. taking my call. Thank you. Good good question. Uh, you know and. I, I tell you what, there's something else out there that I think is 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 really a bigger problem than anybody uh, realizes, and, and I, I think the biggest threat in the country is is not what you think. And I think our biggest problem. And I, and, and uh, tell you, do you have a call ready or? I uh, no, we're not okay, just okay. not yeah. ready just yet. Yeah, I, 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 our biggest problem in this country is is not ISIS. Our biggest threat to the United States is not ISIS, and our biggest threat is not runaway government spending at all. Uh, I, I can tell you that. And our biggest threat isn't lack of jobs. And, and our, our biggest threat in in my mind, I'll tell you, let's take a quick call from uh, Lynn. Lynn, let's, Hey, Lynn, how you doing? Keep people uh, in suspense. Yeah, hi, Ted. Huh? Uh, uh, you know, in terms of uh, how do you invest right now uh, with uh, your your cash and your retirement accounts? If, uh, you know, the Fed, the Fed one day they say they're going to raise rates, and the next day they say they're going to, uh, maybe go to negative rates, <laughs> and, uh, and now we're coming up on another meeting. Uh, they say they're going to raise rates. 
That's going to affect our short-term bond funds if they raise short-term rates. Uh, then if they don't raise rates, I guess our funds will be fine. There's, I mean, there's so much uncertainty with what you do with your safe money. If, yes. If, if yeah. what and so how, how, what do you, how do you just stay in money market account? Or? Well, look, a couple things. You, you, you have a bigger chunk in money markets uh, that's not paying anything, but you kind of wait it out. We're also in treasuries, treasury ETFs as well, because if there's a problem, people are going to go to safety. I was just kind of skimming through a uh, an IMF, uh, no, uh, uh, Bank of International Settlements report on threats to the economy, and one of their saying into the world financial system, the biggest problem they got is everybody flees to to, to safety. So the best place where there's potential problems, and I think they're still out there, is going to be treasuries. People are going to want to look, look at the problems in Europe. Uh, they have huge problems over there. Now they have this ISIS thing, which could spread further. People are going to want to put their money in the U.S. China China has lent out about $5 trillion in the last couple, three or four months over in China to try to stabilize the system. Now, they'll, they'll say it's new lending. I think they're rolling loans over, and they're in trouble over there. The Chinese are like, oh, my God, I've got to get out of here. So I think the best place is going to be the United States. I think that they tried to come up at that G20 meeting with, with a program to force down the U.S. dollar to prevent currency wars and also – because the China was going to have to devalue and to prevent them from devaluing. I think they still are going to have to devalue. So a very uncertain world, you want to go to quality, which is money market, treasuries, treasury ETFs. We have some longer-term treasury ETFs, but we've got some stops on those. And then also uh, on pullbacks, the gold sector, because you're going to see more inflation around the world because they're going to try to inflate their way out of this deep into the future. And then what you do also – is is you look for value in the market. Like recently, the oil stocks completely collapsed. It, now they've had a run-up. You wait for them to fall back again, and then you pick them up then. And you take advantage of liquidity traps in the market where the, where all the funds are dumping at the same time. Then you move in there. The, those are some of the things. The, the, the stable demand stocks are pretty rich. I still like some of those. I like the utilities because I think in the future we're going to see more and more electric, and that's going to give more opportunity, electric cars and things, to the utilities. And you want to kind of plan for the future. But right now, we've got to get through this very uncertain election, very uncertain European markets, problems in China, uh, recessions in, in the emerging markets. And so you want to take advantage of problems, but understand it's a very uncertain world. And this pol- political race is as uncertain as anything I've ever seen in my lifetime. Well, I I, I appreciate that. And I, it makes sense. But, I mean... Uh, what what I mean you can you could be in utilities you could be in longer duration uh, treasuries you could be there and then all of a sudden the Fed decides they're going to do QE and and the bond market is going to kill you yeah yeah well if they do the QE if the QE it's going to be bad for for the dollar and and, and gold's going to jump up and so you have to kind of balance and then you go with the shorter term treasuries. Oh, I see. So, in other words, then your gold will be a hedge against your losses on your your bond portfolio. Yeah. In that case. Yeah. Now we sold some of our uh, one of our precious metals positions about a week or so back when it had this big run up. I think it pulls back over the next couple of weeks. Well, the dollar, for some reason or another, it ain't working because now the dollar, the charts are showing the dollars back in a, a bullish uh, posture. Yeah, I think so, it was getting too weak. There was some type of deal out of that G20. I think they're trying to force the dollar down. I'm not sure if they could do it. That you want to watch the dollar if it breaks down, then then you then you start going more to inflation. Yes, I, I yeah, so I understand that. The dollar's so, the key. So the dollar's your, the key. In, so in your bond for portfolio. 
in terms of duration, what where do you think the best places to be? Like five, seven year yeah. area? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Now I tell you, oh. another guy I like for for just uh, uh, for a mutual fund is Bill Gross's uh, uh, Janice Unconstrained uh, Bond Fund. I think he really gets what's happening out there. Oh, okay. So he's he hedges against the up or down. Yeah. With yeah. that. Oh, I see. Do you like the Barclays uh, seven to ten year ETF? I, I think it's the symbol is E. Um, is that the corporate one? No, the Treasury. Oh, oh yeah, yes, yeah, that'll work. We, we use the uh, IEIs, I believe is what it is. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Thank you. We appreciate your uh, your help. Thank you. Okay. Take care, Lynn. Ch- let's take a quick call from Chuck. Hello, Ch- Chuck. How you Hello. doing? Hello, Ted. I I am I'm just trying to figure out is there any way that we can get enough people in this country to recognize that government is creating problems so that we all run to the government begging for solutions this cabal this whatever this unholy alliance is the bunch of bolsheviks the red brigade whatever we've got running this government now literally is stirring up problems. They're doing everything they can to keep us on edge, to fragment us, to literally... Yeah, yeah, Chuck. Well, keep in mind, Chuck, remember, it's... it's, uh, Obama's term is, term is coming to an end, so they're trying to keep everyone off balance and do stuff and get the next group in, and they're also trying to push push through huge amounts of regulations to reorder the country. Now, it, I mean, it's, it it's, He's just the tip of the iceberg. Well, here's look, here's what you do. I'm going to cover this in the next segment a little bit. What you're going to have to do is we're going to have to come up with, 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 a, with a candidate – and and they're, the Democrats the same thing. And we're going to have to lay out a case of where we want the country to go for the next four, eight, ten, twenty years. And we have to make that case. And have, and, and, and by the way, we, go ahead. Have we passed the turning point? No, no. But we we have to get something done this term. We have to get it done. And and, and by the way, uh, sitting down in the middle and compromising is we're going to have to pick a path. It, it, it's left or right, in, because increasingly the left is really veering much more towards socialism. I, th- I think even Obama made some comment like, you know, yeah, it's you have capitalism, socialism, you pick the or capitalism and communism, you pick the best of each. Look, it's, uh, it's, we've it's got a pretty beyond, good. It's beyond socialism. It's the oligarchy. It's literally trying to push us into. That third world bifurcation where you've got the rich and powerful and politically connected, and then you've got the peasants. Yeah, well, the, the, look, and that's what that's what this election is all about. And, and I tell you, I'm going to cover this. I've got I'm hitting a hard break here, Chuck. But uh, thanks for the call. Thank you. Bye bye. Now we're going to be back. I'll t- touch base on some of that. If you've got any questions or comments, 713-339-1070. By the way, if, you, if you're not on our max out savings list, we talk about this. We talk about the markets. We talk about the dollar. We talk about what's happening in the world. And it, 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 also, we talk about savings and building up wealth. Go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. We'll get you set up. And if you'd like to meet with me, I'll be happy to sit down with you and go over your, uh, your IRA rollover or your retirement assets. Just give us a call uh, at 713-627-0400. Leave a message or you go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and we'll be right back after this quick break. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. 
This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The contest for the GOP presidential nomination is now a four-plus-one race. Dr. Carson is the plus-one, a man without a path to the nomination but with a powerful message. Each of the remaining four can beat former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, but only if they hang together after a winner emerges. If the GOP not only unites but rallies around the nominee, the Supreme Court vacancy created by the tragic loss of Justice Antonin Scalia will be filled by an originalist. The stakes could not be higher. If the former Secretary of State names the next Supreme Court justice, the living Constitution theorists will have triumphed. And not just for the proverbial next generation, there will be no return from the land of a left, far-left, five-member majority on the court. So whoever carries the day, Cruz, Kasich, Ruby, or Trump, or even Dr. Carson in some scenario I cannot yet foresee, the GOP must rally to their banner or forever forfeit the right to proclaim their upset with any or all Supreme Court decisions. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Serving the Houston area since 1986, South Coast Hydraulics is a leading provider of sales and service for a full line of components, including cylinders, motors, pumps, valves, controls, high-pressure pumps, and gas boosters. South Coast Hydraulics can custom design, supply, or manufacture, install, and service systems in your plant or on your mobile equipment. Drop by South Coast Hydraulics at 1010 Comanche Lane near Gessner and Hempstead Highway, or visit them on the web at schydraulics.com. I'm Hugh Hewitt. This week in the Town Hall Review, ISIS claims credit for its cowardly, murderous rampage in Belgium. It appears that Americans were in the crosshairs. The bombers targeted American airlines, and they also targeted the American Airlines desk at the Zabatim Airport that is closest to the Starbucks. President Obama's enjoyment of baseball with dictator Raul Castro was interrupted by this international tragedy. He didn't want to be disrupted, though. What they can do is scare and, and, and make people afraid and disrupt our daily lives and divide us. And as long as we don't allow that to happen, we're going to be okay. All this and more. Join us for our program and visit our new website at townhallreview.com. If you missed the big stories this week, you can catch up with Town Hall Review, Sunday mornings at 6 on AM 1070, The Answer. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments in your retirement. A couple, a couple housekeeping notes. We had our, uh, we had to cancel a couple seminars this week. I was out of town uh, for some last minute family business. Uh, the uh, we we rescheduled them. Uh, I get to go to the website at maxoutsavings.com. You you can see uh, s- uh, sign up for one of them. It's maxoutsavings.com. You can also sign up for a uh, if you'd like to sit down with me and I'll personally go over your financial situation, see how you're set for retirement, show you how we manage money. Just go to the website and you also sign up for that free newsletter. That's part of the 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 Max Out Savings program. We got a lot of good stuff on saving. Uh, uh, and really how to save, the importance of saving, uh, common 401k mistakes, uh, uh, really our outlooks for the markets our, uh, in the world. Uh, just go to the website at maxoutsavings.com and sign up. Uh, I want to touch, I, I, I think uh, this week uh, is a very long week for me. I And it was brought painfully home to me, uh, some of the changes that's really happening in, in, in the world. And, and the one of the things I, I we hear it talk, but but I, I I'm now convinced that ISIS is not the biggest threat to the country, and I, I'm convinced government spending isn't 
the, the, the biggest threat or regulation or even taxes. I, what I believe the biggest threat to the United States of America and a very grave threat to this country is political correctness that has that uh, uh, it, it's really spiraled out of control into into an, a hysteria. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you 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 see this in history. Uh, if you go back through history, long periods of history, we've had these hysteria sweep, sweep, sweep the country and sweep other countries, and every, everything from the, uh, you know, the, the finding the communisms under McCarthy to, uh, to, uh, you know, we we the Salem witch trials. I mean, it's just been one thing after another, where where, where people in. And and what what really bothers me about this is this hysteria is is really it, it's being used. It's much closer to something that you see that you see in East Germany or you see in 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 Soviet Russia uh, under communism or China, where they had the secret police and people had to act a certain way and do a certain thing and say a certain thing, or otherwise it would be written up. And they would be, or they would be not allowed to do things, or they would lose jobs. And and it and it's 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 really, uh, you know, sometimes people make mistakes, and and you you've got to deal with that. But but too often times, this is this is people people are sitting there, and everything is being done in a politically correct fashion. And I kept hearing this over this week, and and uh, in a number of areas. Uh, from uh, you know, from some people that had problems, from some people that didn't, from some people of extraordinary character in the country, in in, in preeminence, uh, were telling me the same thing. How this his sweeping PC. I, I was talking to 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 one uh, senior religious leader about something, and he goes, "Ah, P, PC. It, it was, and it, 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 it's just." This has spread like a cancer through our society, and and it is something that has to be dealt with. We're we're a nation of of laws. We're a people of the law, and uh, and we do things right. We we look at everyone based on on who they are, on the on the content of their character, not the color of their skin. And, and it's not just the it, not uh, we we judge people by who they are. We we judge by the by their work and what they do, not by what what remarks they might make or. Or how they, they they might if they have if they're a little different from us it you, you know we shouldn't judge that basis we don't want everyone in the country in lockstep talking exactly the same way saying exactly the same thing doing the same thing having the same interests we want a broad diversified robust country that's what basically built this country that's what put in the telephone that's what put in the the telegraph that's that's what built the, the the united states that's what put a man on the moon that's what built the computer system that's what built the internet was that type people like that it wasn't a bunch of drones if you want a bunch of drones you go to china you go to you go to uh, russia china brilliant people in china all they can do is copy every they, they basically copy everything we do they don't know any better because they're not taught individualism it's, it, everything is politically correct in nazi germany if you made some politically incorrect mark you lost your job you got thrown in jail this is the gravest threat to the united states of america and, and one thing about donald trump and ted cruz is they're standing up to this political correct witch hunt that's out there and this you should really look at this and understand what it is the media is using this to beat people down beat people into submission and to sit there and go their way. And we must stand up for our beliefs, for our values. People are different all over the country. They have different values and different beliefs. We shouldn't be, have to sit there and move in lockstep 
uh, like we're a bunch of drones from East Germany. And so understand this. When it comes to this election, we must fight the battle for political correctness. and We must end this hysteria that has swept the country. It has corrupted the soul of the United States of America. Tell you what, let's take a call from Daniel. Hello, Daniel. You had a question for us. Yes, Ted. Bottom line, I can tell you why there's so much fear. Because right now we're seeing our lifestyle go down the tubes. I shop at Joe V's. I have to pay cash. I happen to be a veteran. Mm-hmm. And bottom line, the person in front of me, Lone Star card, 300 in groceries. Bottom line is, yeah, it does irk me. And that's why there's so much fear. Even if Trump or Cruz is elected, it's going to be two years before we can get the economy back. We're not going to have the jobs. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're afraid. Yeah. Well, you have to start. You have to start somewhere. And if you can get those people in, we have the House, we have the Senate, we can start making the changes and get us on a road back. And by the way, personally, I believe in my research in the Depression and what I've seen in this last thing, I think more of the malaise that happened in the Depression and it's happened over the last seven or eight years as a result of politics and, and, and socialism creeping in. Than peep than as anyone has really ever understood. If you go back and you really look at it, uh, they had the same exact problems in the 30s, and everyone thought it was because the Fed was too tight on money. Well, they're very loose this time, and the same thing. We're pretty much repeating it, and I think it's it's the, the malaise, the hopelessness that's permeated where people don't believe they have a future. Instead, they, they, the the government has just taken over everything, and, and so if if we can have hope, we can come back. Had all those programs, and in '37 they were still in the depression. They didn't get out. Those programs didn't bring them out. Yeah, well, the you Second know, World War brought them out. Well, yeah, but you know, people forget the World War War. But you know, I tell you what else brought them out is Roosevelt was gone. You know, he tried to pack the Supreme Court. He came up with one socialist program after another in in the country, and uh, you know, they tried to con- do all types of things, confiscate. Farms set. They tried to set uh, set price controls for farmers and everything else, and and uh, you know, it, and it was it was a hopelessness. The free market system and free enterprise in the Constitution. Nobody, nobody has ever come close to what we've done. Nobody anywhere, anyhow. Yes, but you see, Bernie Sanders kids. Oh, we want free education. We want free medical. We want free everything. We don't want to work. Yeah. My gosh, what is this? Well, they they don't understand. And one of the problems we've run into is 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 uh, is, is is you know the media and the government kind of wants them to think that. And you have to look. There's a cost to everything. And, and you know, the, the one thing there's the price of something, and then there's the cost of something. And, and a lot of people don't understand the cost of the world we live in. And 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 the, and the problem we're running into, Daniel, is is this has come back. It's it's gone from soaking the rich down to the the, the middle class is under tremendous pressure. We've got right. to fight for our middle class, and that's what I'm hoping that Cruz is going to do. I'm, I look, I, I like, I really like Cruz, Trump. You know, I can, I can live with Trump, but but I think these guys believe in it. I think they can do the job. I think they can work with Congress, and I think they can make the changes necessary. But but the, but I I deep in my heart believe part of this problem is 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 a hopelessness in a in a politically correct correct hysteria that that is beating down this and, and corrupting the soul of the American people. You're absolutely right, Ted. Great show. Thank you. Thank you. The uh, and, and so 
yeah. So the, anyway, this is what, and I think we look th- this elections up in the air. Yeah, here's one of the other good things: you're seeing huge turnout out there. I mean, if people get it; they're turning out in massive amounts. Uh, if you're on the Republican side, I, look, I, you got to be pretty heartened for all the fighting going. Oh my gosh, it's like World Wrestling Federation that my grandfather used to watch. It, it, you know, but but huge turnout, huge the, the Democrats. You're not getting quite the trouble. By the way, I don't think that Democratic thing is settled at all. I think people could be shocked what comes out of the Democratic side of the, on this election. I mean, uh, coming up for the uh, the primary. I, I, you know, I, there's a couple scenarios that we're looking through right now that are very, very interesting, and uh, so I, I think that's completely up in the air. And, and in this world that we're living in, record low interest rates. Concern about the economy, concern you hear we heard it on the show today, concern about the our government, concern about the world out there. Uh and, and people are fierce. See what you have to do, a couple things. You cannot have all your money in the money market fund because you're not going to get anything there. But what you have to do is you have to put it in places where you go for safety to get some type of returns where you're still going to get the safety. And that that I think is the key. And and the other key I've I've talked about is you want to try to take advantage of some of these liquidity swings out there. They're difficult to do, but uh, where where there's problems, you try to jump in and pick up some stuff and then wait a year or two and things go back and normalize and you get some really good returns. And remember, over 50% of long-term returns in the stock market have come from dividends. And the numbers, uh, it's been as high as 60-something percent. So you want to make sure you're getting really good dividends as well. And, and on these pullbacks, we're seeing some of these dividends jack into the 4 or 5%. We, we've picked up some stuff yielding over 10%, which we really like. And and, and I think you have to do that. You, yeah, I mean, I, I think the corporate, the stuff that's performed the best up until the last, they've had a, a huge rally in the last couple of weeks, but Really, within even a week ago, the best performing assets were treasuries, treasury ETFs, gold, uh, money market. You know, and that ought to tell you something, and 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 that'll tell you, you know, kind of where we're at. And uh, interesting, if you remember the two thousand twelve election with Obama, and it wasn't sure it was Romney back and forth, Obama, and 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 then it really, this time I think it's materially more. Uh, up in the air. I mean, it was kind of between uh, the Republicans went back and forth, but it wasn't with this type of vitriol. Uh, the one thing about it is, is, as much as everybody complains about it, it really it, people are paying attention. They are watching. Matt, I, I heard in Arizona, what was it? Three hour lines, three hours. Uh, you know, these people are serious to, about voting, which is what you want to see. Uh, you know, people forget our voting. The percentage of people voting in the United States, I'll tell you an interesting statistic, is one of the more lower lower in, than in many developed markets around the world. Uh, people just, you know, they, they've not voted as much as they used to, and I think that's going to turn around. People understand we have a problem. Uh, you know, we, we have a problem with our economy. Like I said, I, I think political this hysteria, that uh, political correctness hysteria that has permeated this country is is truly frightening. I, I think that is the most scary thing I've seen, and we really all must stand up to it. Uh, and but I think these people are. I mean, give Ted Cruz credit; he stood up. Donald Trump has stood up to these people a little bit, and it's not pretty, but it's breaking the cycle of political correctness. And so understand when you're seeing some of this, there is some good coming out of that. 
Now, a couple things. Uh, if you haven't signed up for the free Max Out Savings Report, I'm coming up with another one here shortly. We're going to be talk our most recent. We talked about the the huge amount of supply of oil that that's that's in storage and how that was kind of a shadow production coming on the market. Uh, we we talked about. The dollar. I think things are changing. We talk about the importance of saving money. A lot of great stuff is in this report. We're all here to help you build up wealth, save aggressively. That's what we want you to do. It's in the free Max Out Savings Report. Uh, we've been writing this report for well over 10 years. We called some really big swings in the market uh, correctly in 2007. We told you the investment banks were going to fail. One of the most controversial things said out there. Nobody was saying it but us, and we told you why. Nobody did that. And so there's a lot of good stuff. It's free. If you need help with your 401k. If you, if you don't know what to do, you're rolling, doing IRA rollover, uh, come talk to us at Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We, we'll be happy. I'll, I'll sit down with you personally. We're here in Houston, Texas. This isn't some national franchise. I'll sit down and help you out. And also, uh, Sign up for our free uh, uh, seminar. we got a seminar coming up here, I think, the first week of April. Uh, just go to the website. It's maxoutsavings.com. I'd like to help you out. And remember our motto. It's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Keep the faith. I hope everyone has a, a wonderful Easter. And remember, Christ is risen. And we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Produced by Doug Harris and Noisemaker Communications. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.